Hey, welcome back, y'all. It is 5K with Clay, and today was the run for justice. You know what I'm saying? Today was the run for justice, man. For those of you that don't know what the run for justice is, it's basically running in the sense for uh, justice for those who cannot run for justice any longer due to uh, wrongful killings by the law enforcement, um, things that have gone undone, trials that have not been uh, fairly looked upon when it comes to blacks and Latinos, uh, the fair, unfair uh, treatment that blacks and Latinos have received through the hands of that law enforcement. So it, it was pretty deep and meaningful type of run today. Um, I know we uh, mentioned Breonna Taylor during the run. There's a sister there who has run for, I think, I believe 382 days straight seeking justice, uh, for Breonna Taylor's killing, uh, just straight murder. So she's doing that. You have people doing that. But today was just a day of unity for everybody to come out and support and run for justice. So for- Hey, welcome back, y'all. It is 5K with Clay, and today was the run for justice. You know what I'm saying? Today was the run for justice, man. For those of you that don't know what the run for justice is, is basically running in the sense for uh, justice for those who cannot run for justice any longer due to uh, wrongful killings by the law enforcement, um, things that have gone undone, trials that have not been uh, fairly looked upon when it comes to blacks and Latinos, uh, the fair, unfair uh, treatment that blacks and Latinos have received through the hands of that law enforcement. So it, it was pretty deep, and meaningful type of run today. Um, I know we uh, mentioned Breonna Taylor during the run. There's a sister there who has run for, I think, I believe, 382 days straight seeking justice uh, for Breonna Taylor's killing. Uh, just straight murder. So she's doing that. You have people doing that. But today was just a day of unity for everybody to come out and support and run for justice. So for me, this was another 5K in my books here. And uh, I mean, it was a beautiful thing, man. It was out there off of Caramel Valley Road, Caramel Mountain Valley Road, something like that. But this run was done all over, all over. It wasn't just something that was local. You had people in Atlanta, Texas, Los Angeles, North Carolina, Chicago, uh, Fayetteville, North Carolina. I mean, it, the, the names are the list of places where it's going on, even in Connecticut. People were doing the run for justice this weekend. So it's pretty big. It's pretty major. You know, everybody's out there trying to push for the cause. Um, it's sad at this day and age, we still have to even do things like this, asking for justice, pleading for justice. Uh, I'm sure there's people out there who will probably be like, oh, there's some kind of a protest still and so forth. But don't look at it in the sense of why are people still protesting? Ask yourself, why is this stuff still happening at the end of the day? I mean, that's just being real. But it was a beautiful day. It was a great event. Uh, I knew about this run now for a couple of weeks, maybe. And during this time frame is when I've had this crazy ankle injury. And it's like the most nagging little injury. I know people out there who run. Someone out there drop me a comment. Somebody out there give your boy some game. It's weird. It's like it's a it's a pain in my foot, but it kind of radiates up to my ankle. Therefore, kind of making me run like a, almost kind of like I have a limp, 
but eh, who knows but oddly enough even with the ankle pain I felt hella good today on that run so I didn't do a lot of running last week just trying to get myself together I actually went into the gym where I had not been since COVID I went into the gym on a six day pass just so I could still do some kind of cardio and uh, during that time frame I was in there I was doing the elliptical uh, the, uh, the treadmill for me that weird arch on that treadmill would just aggravate my ankle but the elliptical was cool because it still gave me that gliding sensation it took some of the strain off my knees my knees amazingly enough have been feeling great ever since I got laid up with COVID and came back go figure but I was doing that so I could still try to keep my cardio together I didn't have a strong workout session last week I still followed my alpha program with Funk uh, Roberts, my man Funk Roberts. I still followed the alpha program. Still did that every day. Uh, but I, I think for me, I just wasn't able to really, really jump all off into it like I usually do. So I kind of took it light. So oddly enough, I was kind of feeling down on myself by the time Friday came because I was feeling like you haven't put in that much work. You didn't work out that hard. So to me, when I don't work out that hard or if I feel like I haven't pushed myself, then I really kind of get like, oh, this is going to be terrible. And I had no idea where this run was. I was hoping my original thought when I signed up for the Run for Justice 5K, I was truly thinking that it was going to uh, that it was going to be like downtown in the gas lamp district in San Diego, perhaps by the beach. By the airport, Seaport Village, something where it was flat, extremely flat. That's what my hopes were. When they announced the location, I was like, okay. Now, when you look on these maps, man, these maps will steer you wrong. I don't care if you hit satellite, terrain. I don't care how you view this map. Unless you physically go look at where this is, it all looks flat on this damn phone. So, I'm thinking this can't be that bad whatever so the night before i'm getting everything together i'm prepping i have my uh little lightweight ankle brace little ankle support thing nothing major i have one that's almost like a frankenstein boot and there's no way in hell i can run with that thing the times i've tried to put it on and run it's been so freaking terrible y'all it has been the worst so talking to my sister she had told me that technically you're not supposed to run with the frankenstein boot that's just for if you're sitting around supporting home, things of that nature. So I was like, guys, right, so I'll leave the Frankenstein boot alone. But I know during uh, the times that I've been uh, training Muay Thai, I always had like, just like a little ankle support thing on regardless of what I did. And that was the only thing I could actually wear during Thai practice. And it more probably more mental than anything, but at least it makes me feel like my ankle has support. So I got one that was specifically for, not well, not specifically for running, but just one that would fit in my running shoe and still be comfortable. So I got that ready. I have my BioFreeze ready. I have my Sprint supplement, some little samples I got offline. I don't know if you've seen this company called Sprint, but they make something that's made for runners to help enhance your run. I'm not going to lie that that stuff did work because when I first started running today, it felt like I had not missed a beat, man. Like everything just seemed so open. I was breathing so freely. Especially after battling this whole thing with COVID, you still have certain days where you might not feel as fresh or your breathing might feel like it's kind of like like restricted, but you're, you're fine. But it's just like the after effects of COVID. So for me to take this sprint stuff this morning and uh, get out there and try and run with that, that product really helped. Now, I don't get endorsed for it or anything like that. Shoot, I only buy 
this little sample thing where they give you like six packs of it and then uh you pay shipping and handling so trust and believe i'm not anybody that's getting a kickback but i would say try it if you're just somebody that wants to try something to enhance your running or help you to run it actually worked for me so anyhow that's how i was kind of nightly prep like my nighttime prep getting everything ready this morning i get up and i i couldn't really sleep that good i was kind of excited at the same time i was kind of nervous because i'm thinking 5k caramel mountain road i have no idea what this thing is going to look like and i'm not like a super og experienced runner i wouldn't even say that i've been running for fully for a year so this was something that you know if you listen to the podcast before i'm not somebody who's really into running or wasn't into running so this is all new waters for me and for me to have turned around now and have like a passion for running and enjoy running it's gone from trauma to like oh this is fun relaxing and all that so i'm kind of sleeping on and off because I'm, I'm nervous in both ways like ah, i gotta go do this run i don't know what the hill's gonna be like i don't know how my ankle's gonna feel and one of the things that i have never done from tie training to gym just regular gym to whatever i never eat before i do anything everything i do has to be on an empty stomach some people will totally boo that theory and be like no you have to eat something I can't function if I don't eat, but I think everybody is set up differently. And I started not eating before any kind of physical activity, probably in my 20s. I stopped doing it. And now I'm in my 40s plus, almost hitting 50s. But I stopped doing it so many years ago that it doesn't phase me. This time around, I almost cracked and I was about to get some food. Not really like a meal, I was getting like a banana or maybe some nuts or something. So I was asking people what to eat. I was talking to Funk and he was just like if you never have eaten before you do any kind of exercise don't start tomorrow so I was like well enough said I'm not going to start that mess tomorrow so my normal thing is empty stomach most that might be in there is some pre-workout and that's like 6 ounces and that's it so I take my pre-workout I get up there uh, the brother that runs Black Men Run he set everybody up with the, uh, the great warm up and it's funny because some people were complaining because they felt like the warm-up was a workout. And it was, I just found that interesting because anything that you do, you need a warm-up. You know, and I'm guilty of not warming up to do certain things. Like, if I run by myself, I'm truly guilty of not warming up before I get up and go run outside. Before I run anywhere. You know, the only time I think I do warm up is if I'm in the gym. And I get on a treadmill for whatever the reason might be. And then I might start off with a little walk and then kind of work my way in. But I'm guilty of not warming up. So one thing I do like about running with the Black Men Run group and when everybody else gets together with the Black Girls Run and so forth. That's one thing I do like is the warm up. Because now I'm loose and I actually think it's been making a big difference in my run performance. Because I'm not starting off cold. Some people feel like. It takes them 10 to 15 minutes, 20 minutes into their run to feel like they're finally loosening up, feel like their joints are working and so forth. And I think that's because of improper warm-up. If you're not warming up, you're warming up while you're running. So yeah, it's going to take you about 20 minutes into your run to break that sweat. Uh, I don't know how old some of y'all are out there and I don't know how y'all's body works, but some mornings, man, it's almost like starting an old car. I'm sitting there on the side of the bed and I'm going through steps and stages. And you're like, real quick, I had my son go out and run with me one day. You know, and at the time, he was 18. He 
He's 20 now. No, 19. He's 20 now. I told him, let's go run. We're only going to run like a mile. This is when I first started. So I'll tell him, let's get ready to go run. He's like, yeah, just let me know when you're ready. And I'm like, dude, you're not getting up. You're not getting dressed. Now just come get me when you're ready and I'll, I'll, I'll go. Okay, cool. So I get up and it's like a 30 minute process. I done put my shoes on. I'm sitting on the edge of the couch. I'm sitting on the edge of the bed. I'm stretching. I'm trying to do these little knee exercises. And I go in this room and tell this guy, I'm like, hey, okay, I'm ready to get ready to go. Let's go. Let's go run. This guy jumps out of bed, throws on his tennis shoes, throws on the shirt, and he's gone. And I'm just sitting there like, what in the hell just happened? And then he took off and he's running. And I'm like, does this fool know that we're not sprinting? We're not racing? Like, to that extent, I mean, the way it looked to me, it was like this dude was sprinting. But that was just his normal, natural 19-year-old pace. I'm like, you bastard. You know what I'm saying? I'm just sitting there like, you bastard. It took... It took him less time to run a mile than it took for me just to get my body ready to go run the dang mile. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, sometimes this aging thing sucks. But sometimes we be sharp, though. Sharp as uh, can be. So I say that to say this is that when we get up there and the brother leads the warm-ups, it's a great thing because now your body is ready to go. You feel good. Your body feels good. It's time to go get this money. So to hear people complain... It's so strange because I'm like, all he's doing is really just getting you ready to go. So you're not out there cold, but hey, everybody got their thing, right? So we start the run and I'm just like, okay, cool. We take off. Everything is beautiful, man. It's flat. It's straight. And I'm just like, oh, this is a beautiful thing. I'm running. I'm feeling like a bear that transformed into a gazelle. Can you hear me one time? I'm feeling like a bear that has transformed into a gazelle one time for your mind so i'm floating at this point right thinking everything is gravy i know they said we go down three lights and once we get to that third light we turn right and go down a hill okay so if you go down a hill somewhere you have to come back up the hill well the guy who ran the store we were all meeting he said in the beginning he was like okay well look Somebody asked him, is there any hills involved? And my man was like, yeah, there's like one small hill. Okay, one small hill is what this man says. So when we get to this corner, one of his other workers there, he's like, okay, you make this right, go down this hill. So I'm like, great, there's going to be people. So now at this point, I'm feeling like there's going to be somebody at every turn. And I was trailing these two other sisters, and I was trailing them well until we got to this hill thing. So we go down the hill, and I'm like, cool, proper. I'll make up my time on this hill and I'm striding down this hill because I know somewhere in here is going to be a little hill as my man says I go under this bridge once I go under this bridge I see like a little hill cool then I start going a little bit further and I'll be damned this was not no little hill y'all I'm going to tell you like this if Jack and Jill rolled their butts down this hill they both would have died that's real talk if Jack and Jill would have rolled down this hill they both would have died no no lie so I'm just like this this is not a little hill so now I'm trying to regroup get myself together figure out this other strategy to make this whole thing work because this hill I swear to you this hill I think man if there were stairways to heavens and if there was a hill to heaven these two would be kinfolk so 
I'm going up this hill Now I could be exaggerating but I don't think so So I get up to the top of this hill But by now The two sisters that I'm trailing I don't know where they went I see them And I'm just like Oh wait there they go And then they were gone So I was like oh no They're not around anymore There's no more employees around And I'm thinking it's going to be One at every certain little checkpoint thing To point you in the direction of the turn They're not there anymore This is not good But I'm just like I'm going to keep pushing on Word to the wise And I mean this in the nicest way about myself If you ever need a partner For the amazing race And they tell you that you need a partner to go with you Don't choose me I'm good on the physical And if you do choose me I'm terrible on the map That's just real talk with you Come down over there man Come down in the back But you hand me a map And I'm just totally lost Totally lost So I only say that to say this Once I lost the sisters that was in front of me I went to my phone And I opened up the map That had the map my run So I'm like okay cool I don't know I don't know Somewhere between me trying to read this phone I do look up and I see the two sisters But they made a left Okay cool Well let me tell you this man Making a right is wrong and left was right Making a right was wrong and left was right I'm thinking And I don't know why Not thinking that these two are more experienced At this by far But for some reason I said to myself Oh snap They're going the wrong way Why the hell would I think they're going the wrong way Like I know where I'm going And see when people always tell you be careful who you follow Because sometimes they don't know where they're going either Prime example Be careful of who you follow Because I sure the hell didn't know where I was going Now If I would have paid attention to my watch And paid attention to my tracking I was already at A mile A little bit over a mile and a half Maybe 1.6 All we're trying to do is 3.1. If I paid attention, once I got lost, I could have just turned back around on the corner that I was on and just ran back up the other way. You know what I'm saying? Then run down the hill from hell and come up the other side, which I found out later that that was the kinfolk to the, the hill from hell. So, no, that's not what I do because that's too much like logical. So what I decide to do is... Turn right and run down this other direction. And maybe it's because it looked like it was a slant. I don't know. I start running that direction and I look at my watch and now it's saying that it's like, uh, I think I was at 2.4. And I'm just like, wait a minute, I'm at 2.4 and I'm nowhere near where I need to get back to because it's supposed to be kind of like a weird little loop. I'm nowhere near where I'm supposed to be back to. So what do I do? I don't know how, how it works for y'all But when you go to Google Maps And you put into Google Maps That you want uh, That you want walking directions Be careful where you walk This damn thing I put in walking directions To get back to the feed store Fleet store Whatever the store is called At this point I'm hot And hadn't planned on <laughs> I hadn't planned on doing A whole lot more Than what I was already doing So I put in walking directions This thing has me going over Now remember I went under a bridge earlier by some means now I'm going over a bridge Then the little arrow starts pointing Towards some kind of off-road canyon And I'm just like I know good in the hell well That this is not where I'm supposed to be going 
Nowhere did I go over a bridge. I, if anything, I need to be going back under a bridge. So at this point, I'm feeling kind of like the Brady Bunch episode. Like I should have dropped some popcorn somewhere. I don't know. I should have done something. Carved my name on a tree. I might start taking a knife with me so I can mark the trees that I run past. So I know where the hell I'm going if this happens again. That or either I need to pick up my damn pace and make sure that the people in front of me don't leave. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> either way it goes. So all I could do is laugh at myself, right? So I'm like, <laughs> like, damn fool, how did you end up? You talk about camper off trail. I am truly a camper off trail, hugging a tree, eating berries, waiting for a search team, and hoping that dog has liquor in that barrel. I'm stuck like Chuck, you feel me? I'm just like, hmm. I said, well, turn back around and go back the way you came. Now, remember when I got lost originally, I was at 1.6. Now, I'm lost, lost, and I'm at 2.4. So now I turn around to go back the way that I came. And I'm just like, how in the hell did I end up in this predicament? But then I'm like, okay, ooh, moment of happiness. I'm going to go run down the hill. You know, completely forgetting you have to run back up the other side. So I turn around and I start running down this hill. And I'm like, okay, cool. And I look at my watch. And I check my uh, I check my Garmin. I'm just like, wait a minute. I'm almost at 3.1. And I'm nowhere near where I need to be. Nowhere near. But I can't stop. I wouldn't stop if I could. But don't think I hadn't thought about calling somebody to pick me up. Matter of fact, I did call somebody, but they didn't pick up the phone. Anyhow, that's neither here nor there. I don't know if I was going to necessarily say come and get me. But (laughs) I'm not going to really sit there and say that I wasn't going to say come get me. Who knows? So I start my whole journey back. And by now, man, I got on my runner's hat. And this is the first time that I dressed extremely light thanks to my sister clowning me about my other outfits. And thank God she clowned me. Because if not, I would have had on my black uh, my black performance leggings with some shorts with a black uh, compression shirt with another shirt on top of that shirt with my hat, with my gloves on. So since she clowned me, but she also got me helped me out with a bunch of gear and sent me like a runner's package. So shout out to my big sister. Man, thank God for you. But I was dressed extremely light today. So that truly came in handy. So now I'm getting my run on. I'm, I'm drenched, man. I shot a little video on some footage later. It'll be on YouTube channel, YouTube channel, Dago Diddy Vision. Plug, cheap plug, but go over there and check out my channel, man. I, I need to get these subscribers up. But anyhow, another story. So at this point i'm just like man i'm laughing but i'm also thinking to myself you know what an obstacle an opportunity you know because at this point now i'm getting to my 3.1 miles um getting all these steps in i'm looking at my calorie count man i'm over 700 and some calories so there's so many more benefits that were coming from me making a wrong turn that should have been a right turn it wasn't the right turn it should have been the left turn then it turned into the wrong turn but then turned into the right turn can you dig it for me one time yes indeed i know you oh that's a cricket never mind so anyhow i go and i'm making this little journey and i'm just waving to people and i bet you these people are probably thinking to themselves like i saw a group of them run by like 20 minutes ago where the heck is he coming from <laughs> like here comes a straggler because this dude can't be from the same group he got to be running by himself at some point and that's what i'm feeling like but it's you know i'm like i'm laughing and giggling 
My phone starts doing what it wants to do. So now I'm trying to reset this phone while I'm running because it's doing its own thing. But it turned into something where I was laughing so hard at myself. But I was having fun the whole time it was happening. Years ago, had this happened, I really probably would have sat on the curb and called somebody like, the hell with this. I'm done. Somebody come pick me up. But I'm in such a good head place these days, man, that it was just turning into to a damn comedy show on my own end. So now I'm thinking I'm seeing things that look familiar to me. I'm starting to pass buildings that I recognize. That's how far off I was, y'all. I was to a point to where there wasn't even buildings that looked like the buildings I had passed before all of this happened. So when I did get to a point where I started seeing familiar buildings, I was like, oh, man, hallelujah. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Hallelujah. I'm starting to see something. But I was still so far away that when I did see a building that looked familiar to me, it was not a building that was anywhere close. So I was like, God dang it. So <laughs> I'm still getting my run on doing this thing. Like whatever. By the time I get back to where I'm at or where I'm supposed to be, I look at my tracking devices, man. I look at my run tracking and this thing is reading five miles. Now keep in mind, this was supposed to have been 3.1. I'm now at five miles, y'all, by accident. I'm like, how the heck? I'm the last one there. Everybody has already grabbed their after-run snacks. They done took the group pictures, the whole nine. And then who comes walking around the corner out of nowhere? Me. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, hey, what's happening, y'all? Like, I ain't like I made it. You know, that part of my laughter was like, sweet Lord Jesus, I finally made it. I was so happy to see people. I'm telling you, you would have thought that the rescue party had came. I was so happy to see civilization. Now, I really didn't expect anybody to still be there because it took me so long to get there. But they were still, some of them were still there. I chopped it up for a little bit and I started talking to some of the brothers. I told them what happened. And they're like, oh man, don't trip. Don't trip. So we've all gotten lost. It's like I got lost not too long ago. You know what I'm saying? I was like, well, okay, cool. I don't feel so bad at this point because originally I didn't feel bad either way because I was like, well, hey, it works out. So then one brother, he was just like, you know what? Look at the reason why we're running today. We're running for those who can't. He's like, so the whole thing of you getting lost and making the wrong turn and extending an extra two miles is that was probably for the people that can't do it for themselves. And that's the thing that I like about being with these cats from the black man's run group is being around these positive brothers that can take anything and flip that into some positivity, which is crazy because prior to me making my own mental health switch and clearing up my own head and getting right with my within, I was around so many people that were so negative that if this would have happened, they would have been cursing it out, damning the world, tripping the whole bit. Then it would have been the insults and all kind of mess for you going the wrong direction. But I'm around these brothers right now and they're just like, hey, you actually probably just did miles for the people who can't do it for themselves, man. And I was like, you know what, dude? I was like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's one hell of a way to look at it. So I feel like I ran the five miles, only needed 3.1, but those extra miles that I did run, that's dedicated to those that could not run. That was their spirit that pushed me through that part. Now, the thing I also dug was that one of my personal goals is to try and make it to uh, go from running a 5K to a 10K. So 
for me doing what I did today, I was like, wow, that was five miles. I'm missing another mile. So what I proved to myself, because I'm always competing with myself, and the mission is always to be 1% better than you were the day before, 1% better than you were at whatever task you performed before. It's just always to get better. So today actually proved to myself by accidental, or it could have been by design, that, hey, you did five miles. All you needed was another mile, brother, another mile and some change. And that would have got you to your actual 10K. So they have the 10K that's in Vegas, at least right now, from what I can see on the schedule in uh, January or February, sometime like that next year. And I'm just like, you know what, man? Just keep going. Just keep pushing. Keep grinding. Uh, keep running extra miles by design or by accident. And man, come that time of the year, boy, you float down the block. You know what I mean? So it all works out, man. I mean, you take an obstacle, turn that mug into an opportunity, man. Every obstacle is really just an opportunity for greatness. That's it. Every obstacle is an opportunity for greatness or to be great. You know, I could have took that wrong turn, freaked out, flipped out, and then just got pissed off at the world and walked back, Ubered back. You know what I mean? Anything back. But instead, I looked at it as an opportunity to be great, man. Get these extra steps in. Get these extra miles in. And then once I got back to the post to the original starting point, it really had a chance to sit back and resonate and say, oh, man, like, you know what? You really tweaked that obstacle and you really did bring out some greatness with that opportunity that was presented to you by that obstacle. Can you dig it for me one time? Can you dig it? So all in all, it was a beautiful day. The run for justice. Everything was great. I'm proud of myself for overcoming just not even just the obstacle of the wrong direction, but all the other obstacles that could have been. It's kind of like when you wake up. You have to ask yourself, what excuse are you going to use to to let you hold yourself back? At some point, you have to run out of excuses or either realize that you are using excuses to block your own blessings, y'all. So, you know, that that was kind of my day, man, with the run for justice. But at the end of this whole thing, it's my Saturday workout ritual. Uh, So what I do, no matter what, if I run or if I go to the park and set up shop, no matter what I do, Saturday is the day that I go down to my favorite little acai bowl spot ever, uh, ever bowl programmed in my phone. I tap the thing. I reorder the same thing every time. Yeah. Creature of habit. So today though, I get down there to get it. Everything is good. I hop out the car and I was trying to find this empty bottle and I found one in my trunk. It's just like an empty workout bottle. I jump out first sign bottle rolls up onto the car. I'm like tabernacle. How the hell? So I'm in the parking lot down. I'm underneath my car trying to fish out this thing, right? Whatever. It doesn't really have much to do with anything. But I get it. When I get it, I throw it back in the car. Because I t- actually, I ain't going to lie. I forgot why I was even trying to get it. And as I do this podcast, I still don't really remember why I was trying to get that bottle. But whatever. So I go in to get my bowl. I come out with my bowl. I'm excited. Energy's pumping. I jump in my car. Trip, trip. Everything opens up, windows go down, solid. I get in, I turn the key, the whole car is black. Now, again, obstacle, opportunity. I was like, you know what, man, I am not even tripping. I'm going to sit in this car, eat my acai bowl, and then I'll figure out how the hell make this car start. But then I remembered, though, 
it's a known issue. For some reason or another, uh, my cable seems to get loose on the battery. So if the car would have been like, then I would have been like, oh, hell, I'm stuck. But this mug was like, nothing. I go, I pop the hood, cable came off, put the cable back on, room, and I'm off in the wind, y'all. Kind of like the end of this podcast. I'm off in the wind, (laughs) y'all. See how I did that? Hey, every obstacle is an opportunity for greatness. Keep a positive outlook on your life. Positive things will happen. The energy you put off is the energy that you will receive. 5K clay, working my way to 10K clay. Uh, Peace, love, blessings, and uh, stay active, y'all. I'm gone.